Dicey Performance is recorded at Umeå Folk Universitetet. It contains adult themes and adult language. Everyone and welcome to Dice Performance Plays Moon's Edge. It's a game we made by ourselves and we're playing by ourselves. I'm James, I'm your dungeon master or game master or host or best friend. I don't know, you know. And with me today I have Leon Schiholtz playing Quinn Vaughn. I just realized you I have, never have actually said name? the last name, yeah. Surprise! Quinn Raiga Vaughn. I mean, it only took 11 <laughs> episodes. I mean, it never came up yet so i don't number Spoiler these episodes alert. i should probably number these episodes and welcome to episode 11 of moon's edge i think it's 11 the other people around the table with me are sarah gifferson playing jane hicks <laughs> lovely <laughs> and jonah blazer playing jamie bloom so last episode you won a fight jamie yes barely you made and won a bet you won a bet jane and uh -huh. made dealings with dave who Dave. said he was something about a protest within the next couple of days and yeah, you were going to meet and, him there. And he's connected to Aaron. He is connected to Aaron Slacks, your baby daddy. Not the term I would use, but yes. <laughs> and well, it is. Quinn had a tete-a-tete -tete with uh, Sly. Yeah. Little back and forth. Yes, indeed. Little deal-making. Plotting. Plotting. Fair enough. So, Jamie, you have won the fight. You are blurry-eyed. The crowd is very loud. And the guy at the side of the ring who announced the fight, kind of, he, he announces you're the winner and such like. Some people rush in to basically drag Slab out. Some of the younger, like, teenage-ish kids uh, jump over the stand and, like, try, they, they clear out some of the, like, tussled dirt and pick up the teeth kind of a deal. Mm. And the announcer then like gestures you over to them. Okay, I'm gonna get up and I, I assume because I, I feel like... Your ears are ringing. Yeah, I assume. Um, I'm trying to keep my balance because obviously like this is messing with my balance. And I'm trying to go to them and to be able to get like my stuff as well yeah because i assumed I, um, I i came in with my stuff and then had to change and then to go into the fight yep so the, as you walk over to like the announcer's desk as it were he hands you over the bag of stuff that you've got in your armor and hands you over three stacks and is like as your winnings um buddy would like a word if you want to go up yeah, He's I'm just gonna the, uh, change. Box. I'm gonna just change and go up. All right, and I go change and I go up. Okay. Um, as you enter the like opposite VIP box to where Sly's Sly was uh, sitting, um, do you go in alone or do you grab the guys? Well, isn't Quinn there already? Quinn is in the opposite box. You can totally go on your own. Oh, no, I'm going to get them. I guess, yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to go. I'm going to first go and see 
what's happening with uh, Glenn and Sly and ask like so Sly are uh, you happy with this result? Well I won some money so I'm I'm not unhappy so and she, we, she just smiles at you have we done enough to get information? Because uh, obviously, I'm, I'm doing yeah, the yeah. fight. Like, I don't know nothing about this. Um, I, I gave Quinn the information you're going to need, but uh, I think someone wants you, and she points over to the opposite box, and Buddy's just stood there with his hands on his fucking hips. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm beckoning going you there. Over, like. I'm, I'm going there now. I just wanted to make sure that things were done as you wanted. Aye, I'm happy. Uh, so, Quinn, do you want to come with me? Or do you want to stay? Or do you have anything else to... I mean, sure. I won't mind. And I'm going to try and heal her. Okay. How many points do you want to heal her by? Uh, just two for now. Okay. Roll that magic. Your threshold is 12. The fuck? <laughs> I rolled two sixes. I critically <laughs> oh succeeded God. if I could. I cannot. We just want you to critically fail. That's, that's what we want. I, I didn't, though. I got the max. I yeah, I got a six and an eleven, so never mind that. Mm. I'm just you tapping you on the shoulder. <laughs> Good job. You, you there. tap her on the shoulder that's fine, and that's fine, that's try fine. and force your magic to heal this woman, and you meet with this resistance from her, and it peters out, and you just you feel like you just weren't strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm gonna say. You grab who you want to grab, and you make your way over yeah. to Buddy's box. SMJ and Joan as well. Yeah, I, I assume you see me coming up, and you join, join in. Yeah, yeah, I essentially give Dave a clap on the shoulder, and, and I, 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 I knock on the door of the the box. And I assume someone says "come in" or something, yep. and I go come in. in. And like I, I go into the box and sit on the first chair that I can get because I'm exhausted and. Mm. And, so, and I assume that they both also come in after me. So what greets you is a gruff, stubbly, balding man who's about the frame of slab, but about two foot shorter. Um, and he, like, as you enter, he shakes you by the hand, Jamie. Mm-hmm. And as you sit down, he's like, no, 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 you come with me. And he points to a door behind him. Like, this box has an extra room. And as he looks towards Jane and Quinn, he, like, extends an arm out and shows you this, like, uh, basically a minibar. There's a a stand with, like, a globe on it. And if if you open it up, there's drinks inside. You can help yourselves to these if you want. I'm just going to have a quick word with your friend here. Just a quick question, buddy. We're going to get him back, aren't we? Oh, yeah, you'll get it back. Okay, good. Just uh, got some dealings. You understand? Partially. She's a bit roughed up, though, so don't deal too hard, man. We'll help yourselves. Thank you. And he beckons you through to the back room. And I go to the back room. Yeah. Jamie Bloom. Clever of you to use a fake name in there. Wait, Jane. You called yourself I, Jane. Oh, I, you called, I called yourself Lady Jane. Jane. I forgot about I that. I mean, throw the punters off a little bit. If they'd have known that you were Jamie Bloom, or if they'd have had the smarts to put together your face from the paper the other day, 
you might have had more people betting on you. You got your winnings, I imagine. Yeah, I did. Good. I see you're in a bit of a pickle with the black coats involved. I assume so. I I don't understand why they're coming for me, but or fully understand what they are coming for me, but yeah. the way I hear it is you know full well why. Well, Irving Whitlock got it out for you. What I did was an accident. I didn't do it on purpose. Accident or not, these black coats think they the world owes them something, right? They think that any slight against them is a grudge to be had for life. Now, I want to offer you something. Okay, but framing me for murder? I mean, you've killed in the past, have you not? As We've all done things to get to the places we're at. As I said, I didn't do it on purpose and I didn't mean to kill him. He tried to attack me. It's not my fault. His armor was damaged. Details, details. None of this really matters to them. It matters to me. You don't matter to them. Fair. Take a seat. And he, he like, there is yet another minibar in here. He gives you a, a, a strong drink. Mm. Um, I'll have someone tend to your wounds as soon as uh, we're done here. Is that all right? Yes. I mean, unless you want a trip to the hospital. No, that should be fine. Right. So, I've got a proposition for you, right? If you'd be willing, I could get this warrant for your arrest off your back. Now, I know Mr. Whitlock. I've had some dealings with him in the past. You fucking listening? Yes. All right. I have nothing to say, so I'm going to listen to what you have to say. All right. Respect. I like that. So, what uh, I'm proposing is creating a kind of power vacuum. I've got someone I want in charge. Someone I can rely on. Someone who I can give ideas to about the future of the Black Coats. And who would that be? Well, that's for me to know. But what you need to know is that there's people in charge now who want you dead. And there's certain people who I want out of the picture. Okay. You've just told me you've killed before. Would you be willing to do it again for a good cause? The uh, forwarding of the empowerment of the people. But what would that mean for me? I mean... Because if I'm be killing a free them, woman. would I really? Well, if I've you... killed one of them by accident, and they already want me dead. If I kill them on purpose, what do you think they're going to do to me and my family? That's where I come in. You see, when I fill the power vacuum with someone that I can have a uh, advisory session with, shall we say, I can very much make warrants and wanted people just not a thing anymore i've tried all my life to clean to keep my nose clean and now your slate is dirtied do you want a clean one do you want to continue the rest of your life without being chased by these cunts i want my name cleared but 
at what cost is killing i don't think killing is the way that i want to go nothing happens in this city without somebody giving progress a little push I'm giving you a chance to clean your slate with no consequences. But I need someone out of the picture. If you're not interested, you can continue. You can go about your days being chased by Irving and the rest of the black coats, and you can die in a ditch somewhere. Can I at least think about it? Of course you can. Can you tell me who you want, God? If you agree, I'll tell you exactly who I want gone. Only if I agree. I can't have people out there knowing that I want to hit out on somebody specific. Okay. Information leaks and knowledge is, to a certain degree, some power. So, I'll keep my secrets and you can think on what you want to do with the rest of your life. Okay, I will get back to you on that. Okay. It will be mutually beneficial. Okay. I will think it over uh, tonight and get some rest. And tomorrow you'll have your answer. Okay. It's what I like to hear. I was going to give you 24 hours, but, you know, I'll see you in the morning. It's still 24 hours from now. I will give you at some point tomorrow. Right, fine. Right, fuck off out. (laughs) You know, I lost good money betting against you. So, congratulations, I suppose. I mean, it was a fair fight. It was a fair fight. I've not seen Slab go down like that in quite some time, so well done. I think after your name has been cleared, should you take up my offer, you could become a full-time fire heir if you really wanted. I'd rather do something else. I mean, your loss, you'd clean the fuck up here. Um... Something to think about. Okay, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. I'll, I'll give you my answer sometime tomorrow. All right, fair one. And he brings you out to the door, and as he like, as as he shoves you back out into the VIP box, he like looks to the side and gives like a sharp whistle, and someone runs over. Like from you, you can see. Off in the stalls, there's people tending to slab at the moment. And one of the people rushes over and then offers to heal you. And they go ahead and do that, and you get, like, three points of health back. Enough to fully stabilize you and keep you on your toes. Okay. Um, and I guess you leave. Yeah. So where are you guys going? And what information are you... Sharing. Sharing. So uh, I will tell you it's like 11 o'clock at night. Should like we go to... Okay. I'm go gonna ahead. suggest we go to one of Jane's safe houses. Uh, I'm gonna guess you guys left some stuff at the last place we were at. So I recommend we go back to that one for now and we switch to the next one tomorrow. I was gonna say either like go to the safe house and then somewhat how get ourselves to uh, the Penville estate. Or or somehow to get to Harry Harrison to give him more information about what we, we just found We don't need out. to move to get that, though. True. 
I think we just get back to the place and we share information first of all between ourselves and then with Harry Harrison. If he's awake. Mm-hmm. That works. So where are you guys going? Safe house. Okay. As you exit the fight pit and up into like the floor of the warehouse in the docks, um, you move out into the streets and it's like fully dark. You've got the like. It's always fully dark, though. It's always fully dark, but the 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 moon is gone down. Mm. So the the like light radiation from the the moon towers is the only thing you really got to go by until you get into the proper streets where you've got uh, candles in the in the gaslights lighting your way. And Jane, specifically, as you round a corner, you hear some, like, huffing and puffing, and you hear a thud off to one of the alleys. Okay. Do I recognize which alley it is? Um, it's coming, like, it, it, the direction that you would be facing if you, like, were to go walk down that alley would be into some of the, like, slum areas. I whisper as quietly as possible to the other two. You guys yeah. keep going at the same pace to the right place. I'll be back in a moment. Um, you guys do that? Yeah. Yes, but I would like to take a short look around, seeing if anyone's following us, especially some dude with a chainsaw. Okay, yeah. Make a perception. It's a brain roll, I assume? You're mistrusting Terry. Oh my god. It's not like I'm mistrusting, it's just... We've barely noticed him following so yeah. far. I just want to see if he's sure. still around or not. Perception is a brain roll, and your threshold's a five. <laughs> That's a four and a five, then. <laughs> a four and a five. You can't... Like, you, you look around. There's no one following you, obviously. Um, if someone was following you, they would be very stealthy about it. So you kind of, like, you look around. You don't see anyone following you. You kind of try and detect around you can't feel anyone following you okay it's fine if someone was for like there's always that paranoia in the back of your head like someone could be very good but possibly not so Sneaky. two things one i want to do a stealth roll okay and stealth myself away hidden so I get closer to that noise yeah and second of all i want to do a perception roll directly after okay so roll your stealth it is a dark alley, so it's not a vastly difficult roll. Um, What's my threshold? Your threshold's a seven, and your stealth is an accuracy plus two. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah, stealth is accuracy. Stealth is yeah, accuracy. yeah. So that's a three and a nine three and a nine so you disappear off into the shadows basically overlooking the uh, alley and you hear from in the alley like shit ah ah fuck ow perception then all right uh yeah go perception your That's threshold's a four yeah i think you fully fucking got this nine and a five right so the person whoever the fuck it is you can tell straight away from this perception they were running really fast and completely ate shit and are now getting back up um and they run out into like the light of the street lamps and you see the teenager that you sent off to jamie bloom's house and they continue running towards the docks 
how quickly are they running? They are running as fast as their little legs will take them. Do I notice anyone coming close and running after them? Nope, they are just legging it. I still flag it after them. Okay, um, you go, and in, unless you want to catch them, they make it to the warehouse where the fight pit is, and go in. Do they look beaten up? No. No. They just look very out of breath, like they've been running, and like... They've got, like, a graze on their fucking knee because they completely ate shit down the fucking alley, but that's it. Did I ever get an answer back from this teenager? No. I go in after them. Okay. Do you stop them from going in, or...? I stop them from going in. Wait a moment, then. Oh. Oh. Oh, fuck. Oh. Um. Auntie Jay. It's on... It's on... The place you sent me. Yeah. It's on fire. It's on fire? It's on fire. It's on fire. I ran here. As fast as I fucking could. It's on fire. Is you can you? Oh, you got some water or something? <gasps> All right, <gasps> it's a fight pit. There's always water on these places for security. All get, right, I'm gonna... uh, get everyone who isn't pissed drunk. Get the buckets. Oh, I'm gonna pass out. No, you're oh, not. Fuck. Look at me, darling. You're not gonna pass out now. Breathe. <sighs> there we go. Right. Do you remember the exact address? Yeah, it was the one you sent me to. Yeah, you gave yeah. me the address. Yes, Do you don't know the address? I, I, I remember Doesn't... the address. Good. <sighs> We're going inside, love. We're going oh. inside. Yeah. I help the teenager in. I <sighs> just grab the qu- first person I see that isn't pissed drunk. And you, that's probably working here or something. Yeah. House on fire, tell the address. Get water, get buckets. Now. They kind of look at you like, what? What? The, the house is on fire. Fire! What house is on fire? I tell them the address again. Okay, so inform the black coats. Do we look like we're the, Do you think the black coats come to these areas and help? I mean, go t- speak with Buddy if, if you think it's going to help. I'm a barman. What do you want me to do about do it? Do you have a bucket? I mean, possibly. This is a dock. Oh, my God. Because I know the house isn't that far away from here. It's like a 10-minute walk kind of a thing. Is Sly still in the area? Sly has gone. Sly She's has gone. Off. Oh my god. Right, quick question to you out of the game. Is this house located close to other buildings? Um, yeah, like it's it's an apartment kind of a thing and it's snug in in like terrace house kind of areas. If this house burns down, will it make the other buildings catch on fire? Possibly. Possibly. But down there, it's mostly like there is a lot of wood, but there's also a lot of stone and, like, cold fucking right. sandstone and shit. Quick question. Do most of the dock workers live in these areas? Like, yeah, I would, I would say so. And I assume most of them work for Buddy in a certain degree. Yeah. 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 Do I see him? Do you see him, like, sitting down drinking in his VIP boxes like he's waiting for the next fight to start? I walk there, and if, I, if he sees me, like I try to wave him, like catch his right, attention. He, he kind of like just sup nods at you. I, I give him the whole shit is going down, dude. Something's happening. He, uh, he he clicks his fingers at someone and points towards you, and someone like comes over and is like, um, if you'd like to uh, come into the uh, buddy's VIP box, yes. And yep, and they they like walk you over and let you in. Sorry to bother you, man. Uh, What's up, you're. Jamie's friend, are you? Yes. 
I tell him the address, do you recognize this area? I'm gonna guess some of your workers live in these areas. Yeah, some of the workers. Yeah, it's know, on fire. Oh, shit. All right. And uh, he, like, gets up and just walks out. You like, he, he just gets up and fucks off. Do I follow him? Uh, if, if you want to follow him. I just yell at him. Can I help? Can I assume you're going to deal with this? Or do you want help with this? Yeah, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with it. It's fine. Thank you. All right. Have a good night, man. Um, yeah, you, you too. <laughs> Is he not used to polite greetings? No. No. He's a fucking businessman. Is he from Birmingham? But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> If it was from Birmingham, it'd sound like that. Oh, true, true, <laughs> true. Fucking bro, mate. Yeah. You're just defending everyone in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> That's not everyone in Britain. But I know, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I essentially dragged the teenager with me while doing this. All right. Right, lad, we're going to get you something alcohol-free to drink, then we're going to walk out of here, okay? Okay, I'm going to say you just do that, like... Yeah. And let's say about a half hour later, you head back and meet up with uh, yeah, Jamie at the and safe Quinn house. at the safe house. Right, so we're all in the safe house now. Yep. So, Jamie. Yes? Your house was on fire. What? Buddy is dealing with it and taking the fire down. I'm, I'm, Jamie's just <laughs> speechless. I had a bit of it. Had a bit of it. Is that exactly? She's like, but, but what, what what about my, my, my grandmother? You sent Big her to a different address. Because I assume I It's in the same building, just a different apartment. Did I ask the teenager about that? Because this was a bit too quick. Because I assume. The, the only thing he told you is it was on fire. And if you go and corral him, like, the only thing he'll be able to tell you is that it was on fire. Like, you sent him to an address, he saw that the fucking place is on fire and came running for you. Darling, the only thing I know is that the place was on fire. That's the only thing the kid knew as well. But the fire is being dealt with, I don't know. And you're gonna stay here. You're not going after your grandmother in that area. You're being watched after in that area. You know that, love. But I need to know if she's I safe. Can I can go in worst case. I can sneak around. I can change how I look. You cannot. Okay, but you need to promise that you're gonna let me know if she's okay or not. Yes, I'm gonna promise. Like, I need to know that she's okay. She's the only thing that I have. You don't need to drive the message in, love. I understand the first time. Um, so, couple of things. Uh, I know you won't be able to focus that much on this right now, love, but we have things we need to talk about, and right now the place is a bit too much of a mess to me to, for me to go over there anyway. Nobody's gonna know where an old lady is when the place is on fire. Okay. Yeah. So, I met one of the guys who is instigating the whole riot. There's going to be another riot in a couple of days, and I have a chance to go there and check things out. But how will that help us? Well, we can at least get a feel for what the riots are about a bit more. Okay. And how they work. Before you do that, I suggest you go and talk to who was your daughter, right? Because turns out her weird group of elite 
well, black coats, I guess we can call them. The black it, knights, I think they were referred Black to. knights, yeah, the ones who actually d- did kill Brian. Fucking bitch. Uh, sounds about right. Of course, she. W- no wonder she didn't want me involved in this. Oh, shit. I might have another issue that we need to talk about. Buddy wanted to talk to me because he wants me to kill someone in hopes that he can have someone from his confidence on Whitlock's place so that he can control the black coats and in turn he will make me not guilty of any of this go and for it but I don't know who he wants me to kill yet your, well, point, your point being I don't know if killing is the way that I want to go you also dislike your home being on fire though right yes I, I don't want my house to be on fire I want my grandmother to be okay but <laughs> I apologize I just find that very funny <laughs> I don't quite like my grandmother being on fire <laughs> <laughs> now, what was that what I said <laughs> sort well, of damn it in so many words in so many words okay <laughs> I'm gonna level with you here Jamie I'm surprised you haven't had to do anything like this yet I've tried to keep my nose clean my whole life and because and you live in this part of the city living clean doesn't mean a lot of money but maybe once all of this is done I can work for the smith and have a better job a better life I don't know and you're not willing to kill for that perhaps I mean if you honestly feel like you have the luxury of deciding like that Say you kept your nose clean, but I guess now it's kind of smelling burned. You might want to put the fires out before they start (laughs) rising everywhere. Along with the notion of, like, your house being on fire, the memory of, like, Quinn flash frying two black coats in front of you goes straight through your mind. That's exactly what I was thinking about. I was about to say, like, you're the one who's setting people on fire. Well, didn't do it to your apartment yet, right? Yeah, you're not fucking doing to this about me either, man. Is that a threat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pointing out the obvious and that some people need to, I don't know, well, but, sometimes get their hands dirty to but if keep on going. But if he has me doing this once, what stops him from having me do it again? And having me under his thumb in a way that I can never escape? Well, it's Buddy. He's already got his thumb over you. Having a rather, well, I assume powerful leader like that as a potential ally might not be the worst thing. Just, like, way of the chances, and I, I guess I put my hands up in this, like, scaling motion. One side, you're being hunted down by the Blackcoats for, I guess, the rest of your life until they get you or something else happens. Not ever, like, getting close to anyone, perhaps losing friends and family members. Other side, committing a crime once and perhaps, well, improving your life standards a lot afterwards. And keeping your granny safe. True. Though, quick question out of game. Yes. Did Buddy not recognize her as Jane Hicks? He, if he did, he didn't notion that he did. Like, 
If you want to do a retroactive insight, no, I do not. It's just I know she looked very different to how she's pre- presenting herself the last ten, mm-hmm. fifteen years. Yeah, and Buddy can't have been the leader for that long in the den, can he? It's like you would know that Buddy worked his way up uh, yeah. within the past ten years, and basically um, when. The docks were getting run and overtaken by elites who basically wanted to use it for money and for exports and imports. Like, that is a a stronghold of wealth right there. And when the mines got shut down, when magic first came into, like, being, the docks through, like, shady-ass business dealings and such like, like, basically... Buddy jostled it from the hands of the elites and kept people working. And he's been this, like, champion of the lower classes because of it. So he knows of Jane Hicks and he's probably seen her in an he old very lady. very much knows of you. But he might have not directly met her. Possibly not. And if he has, it's going to be when she's dressed like an old lady, not when she's mm. all out. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, okay, good. That's all I needed to know. Back to the game. Um, Quinn, you were the one who sat in there with Sly. Did she inform you about anything? Well, yeah. First off, she told me that the Black Knights killed Brian. So, might still want to talk to your daughter about it. Then I guess I look over to Jamie. You may want to think whether you want to make a decision that might better your life. I need to talk to a certain grave digger in the hospital glancing at both of them to see whether the name rings any bells. Can I check if it does? Um, what knowledge? What knowledge? Den knowledge, I assume? He's not a den member. He's just a normal-ass person, so it would just be normal knowledge. Well, I have plenty of brain to go you with. You do. Okay, roll, roll your brain. What's your my threshold's threshold? a seven. Ten and a two. Okay, you know the grave digger is has been doing the job of grave digging and making headstones for decades. He's an old hand at it, and he's an old man. Um, You also know that in recent years he's become blind. That's about it. Uh, He's got a granddaughter who helps him out, and, like, he's just a reliable person, very good at their job, from what you've heard. That's, That's all you really know. Right. I assume I share this with the others. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, gotta talk to this dude. And then, fun fact. Something that Sly decided to drop. Remember the, well, black coat that was trying to take in Jamie Bloom for the murder? Yeah. Apparently vanished. Oh. So not sure if she's setting uh, setting us up with that as well, but Sly told me to go and visit his wife. His wife? Miss Higgins, yes. Maybe we learn anything about why and how people vanish. Or what exactly the power of... What was his name again? Irvin Whitlock, maybe. Can I do a knowledge check if I can remember the name Higgins? Like Mrs. Higgins. Um, Wouldn't that be black knowledge? Black, black knowledge, knowledge yeah. for... Well, Mrs. Higgins, the, the wife. Husband. Oh, yeah. But Mrs. Higgins... I mean, yeah. Yeah, thresholds are seven. Is she yeah. dead? Jesus. What? Is She's not den, so you don't get to add your den knowledge. Or Ten and a two. Okay. You, we, we both rolled exactly the same fucking rolls. 
So, what you know of Mrs. Higgins is that she's part of, like, the food court kind of market. Like, there's a group of people who all either grow things at home and sell on the market, but they have been kind of collecting together and, and somewhat unionizing because they're running out of money, of stock, and they're, they're all trying to depend on each other because they are basically one rung above the slums. Like, they'll never be elites, but they, they're, like, trying to keep their head above water kind of a thing. Do I know which shop she's in? Um, you have been to the food, like, mm. market quite a few times, and if you, you would definitely know where she is. Mm. Um on a market day. I wouldn't necessarily say you'd know where she lives. Okay, but I know she's at the Shirley shop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's like a stall. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, hmm. good. Yeah, so you just need to collect the information. That's essentially what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you need to go to talk to the gravedigger and we want to talk about to the miss at the Shirley shop. For now, yes. Right. I guess I'll also try and get back to the smith about something. Yeah, and I might also have an idea if she's a being a bit uncooperative when it comes to talking. We could probably talk to Harrison about bribing her with some spices. We should probably talk to Harrison anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll just throw out a mental... Not shout, but more like a... Hello, you're still awake, man? Uh, yes, hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Sorry, um... Ah, uh, J- Jane... What you said, I could call you Jane. Yes. Is, um, yes, what what can I do for you? Uh, I wanted to first of all ask how the diary is going and... I've been scrubbing through the notes. I can I can give you a rundown, really, if you... It, reading the whole thing is a bit... Well, it gets, it gets very scrawly, very erratic, but... Yeah. Um, Before you do that, quick... Uh, yeah, yeah quick thing going through what we've been doing for the last two days and give you the information we know. Okay, so I can pass something on to Arne or... Yeah. Yes, excellent. Um, let me get something to write on. Yeah. And I assume... Hang I... on. I'm just finding things. Yes, I'm saying... It takes... it's... Yep. I'm saying out of game now, for fuck's sake, man. <laughs> I'm going to assume when he's gotten the notepad, I ex- explained the last... Okay. ...day or two for him. Yeah. Yeah. So, in reality, like, what was bullet point me, what you tell him? What Leon found out about the Black Holds killing. Who's that Leon you're talking about? Oh, Quinn. Duh. Quinn. Uh, <laughs> Quinn. Uh, what Quinn found out about the Black Holds and, like, who killed him. Okay. And essentially our plan for our next move. Ah, um, yes. Quite. The black coats is not. It's not a big surprise. No. Um, well, it is and it isn't. Brian did a lot for the black coats. He. Well, from from what I can gather, especially in this journal, he supplied them with the means to infuse anti-magic into prison cells, and he helped them, well, he helped the smith with uh, making armor and such like. I'm not sure... Hmm. Might be political. 
might be very very political maybe he if he's had dealings with them he's certainly been conversing with them and having deals which may have gone bad did anything in the diary say tell you something that might have been controversial political or might have made people want to kill him the only thing There was nothing in here that makes me think, oh, hey, I totally killed this man because he knows this or has written that. But I also didn't kill him, so I'm, I can't really come at this from the angle of somebody who wants to kill the deceased. Um, so, the rundown, uh, the, the bullet point list, as, as it were, if you want to know what's in the journal, the points yeah. of interest, as it were. Um, well, it's, Brian discovered his own powers or anti-powers of, of anti-magic um, when, well, some years ago, um, he was able to use this power somewhat like like normal vessels use their magic mm-hmm. um, and he went into business with with Leslie he created all manner of things there was uh, the capacitors hoppers armor prosthetics all he he went into business also with the gentleman running the friendly energy company and made all of the moon towers he was the mind behind that and most likely where he made all of his money, I suppose. Um, Can I ask a question out of, like, out of what's yes. happening? Can we all listen to this conversation? You could all, like, tap into the... Like, if, if you all basically hailed Harry um, on the, like, psychic frequency, as it were, he'd probably just continue speaking and be like, oh, hello, Jamie. Because I think it would make more sense for yeah. us to be yeah. in yeah. the same conversation and not just hear everything from, from uh, Jane, Jane. Jane yeah. afterwards. So he, he continues as you're now all listening. Um, the Yes, um, but they, they are on certain m- magical ley lines, as, as it were. They're fissures in the earth itself that are deeply concentrated with, with magical power. The, um, the most recent things, getting more towards the end where the more erratic side of him comes out, is uh, work into the diminishing yield of crops in the farmlands uh, out of the city and studying whether crops could be magically enhanced. I believe there he designed some kind of magically infused water silo on, on his roof uh, to, to water the, the plants in his garden. Was, did it look like his garden was that um, fruitful? I need to do a memory check here. Um, In game, how many days has it been since you were at the Penville? Two days? Friend, Penville's house? Like, I, would say, I would say, yeah, two days. Two days. Yeah. Like, I, as you're all listening, I'll give you, like, one of you clearly remembers that outside of the, like, garden gates, there was dead scrubland. Yeah. And inside, there was flowers and things. Like, it yeah. was alive inside. I mean, one of the bushes is 
completely it destroyed a, after after it that. had a purple flower on it that you <laughs> mistake for a, a daisy for some reason. Mm. <laughs> mm, what do you mean? So the, there no. was definitely like living plants in his garden. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Well, if if there was the living plants, daisies, in, the purple daisies, y'all, about just your fault. Purple daisies, y'all. Uh, but there wasn't there wasn't enough. You know, he, he he writes that he was putting more energy into the growing of the crops that was really able to come out of it. It, it was a diminishing yield. So it wasn't at the point of working, but he was working on it. Yeah. Um, he was also going into theories on magic being an extension of consciousness. Um, unpowered pros- prosthetic limbs that vessels have. They're, they're not powered by capacitors because their magic is fueling it. It's an extension of the, the, the consciousness or the, the soul of a person. Um, but this was getting into some very erratic territory where his, well, his, his mind seems to have come to an end, really. Um, he did talk about magic being basically the root of all evil. La-di-da. Um, we shouldn't be doing it. And we're killing something. The energy of the world. I don't really know how to put that into terms that are fully understandable. But Did his behavior with you um, become more erratic as... Brian's? Yes. Um, I didn't see him for quite some months before I found out he died. So, I fear he may have become somewhat of a recluse. Alright. But don't... You worked for him, correct? No, I work for Arnie. I, I mixed up all the time. You Did you done goof? Yes. You done fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is as a player. I completely <laughs> forgot it was the other way around. Right. Uh, Harry? Yes? Um... What do you know of the Circle of Friends? Ah, uh, there's been mention of them in the book. Hang on, and you hear him like flicking through pages. Ha! Here it is. Um, there's some mention of a circle. A circle. Ha! Huh. I rem- I remember reading something somewhere. There's dealings with the black coats, but you there's... talked about. The Friends uh, Electrical Company or something like that? Ah, yes, Bertie Friend. He ran the friendly... Yes. What more about that do you have? Because it seems like it's a similar enough name that it could be related to that. Possibly. Okay, yes. The the friendly company, from what I know, they just really... They, they provide the lights in the streets in the elite district. They get subsidies from a collective of, of elites for that. Um, they drain energy, as it were, from magical wells in the earth and distribute it. Did you find anything in the diary about the Circle of Friends connected to this or anything? It all goes through the black coats. I don't quite know... Speaking of the Black Coast, what do you know about the Black Knights? Can't say I've ever heard of them. Do you know anything about an extra high-level group of Black Coats within the organization? Well, 
Now, I've not been directly told, but again, I am a butler. Um, it wouldn't surprise me to know that there is black coats in specialist units. Mm. You know, keep the streets safe and all that. Yep. Right. Do, I, do, do the rest of you have any questions? Well, I'm always here if you need. Yeah. Oh, Quinn, there's a letter for you that came to the door. Oh, I, that's great. I, I didn't open it, privacy and all. Yeah, I'll come and fetch it sometime soon. Thank you very much. Okay. Anything else? Right. Ladies, I, gentlemen. Um, I r- might run by and I might need to grab some more spices to use as bribery. Okay. Um, I think we've got some chili in the house. That would be great, yeah. Okie doke. Right. I shall um, bag it up for you. Thank you. I would like to have a small conversation with you, uh, but privately, if you don't mind. Yes. Uh, we can just exit this. I'll, um, this channel. This channel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jamie just, and... Just at, move on to a different channel. <laughs> at, at the word Jamie, like all communication, like you feel Harry's presence in your mind disappear, Quinn and, and Jane. What can I do for you, madam? I would like to know what information do you have on Brian and Ernie's uh, father? Uh, he was quite a distant man. He wasn't heavily involved in parenthood. Um, he disappeared. Ten or so years ago, maybe eleven. Um, well, I say disappeared. Uh, the boys did think he was dead. Possibly one of his alchemical experiments gone wrong. Um, his entire lab went up. It uh, exploded. Um, you can read all about his uh, his work in in the book I gave you. If if you. I don't think I brought the book with me. I think I left it. Oh, you left it at the house. Yeah. Yeah, it's crispy I, now. Yeah. It's crispy. <laughs> um, there's a small issue with that. I, I may have misplaced the book. Well, do you know where you misplaced it? I don't think I'm able to retrieve it. Well, did you drop it down a well or...? I, I left it by accident when I went to see my grandmother and as far as I know right now the whole building was on fire so I don't know Oh my gosh, is this, everyone alright? I don't know, I will try and learn more about the situation Oh and I do hope everything's okay Thank you I'll, I'll try and see if I can find I'm book. sure there's another copy of the book somewhere I could look through. Maybe there's some other editions. Okay. Thank you. Um, but I can't really give you much information on the man himself. You got his name, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. I think I, think I wrote it there. Yeah. Um, thank you, um, Harry. Um, I, I'll, I'll, if I have any more questions, I, I'll, I'll reach out to you. Excellent. I'll be here in your head. Okay, thank you. Okay. Okay, bye. (laughs) 
Okay. Right. He so, puts down the phone in your head. Great. So, so you allow allow you know, now, Jamie? Yes. Right. From oh, from yes. your guys' perspective, Jamie's been sat like with her eyes glazed over, just like nodding her head a little bit. <laughs> as you've just been doing going around doing whatever business you've got. Yeah, I essentially just prepare to go to sleep. Okay. Has everyone agreed? Go to sleep? Yeah. Okay, you For guys now. all go to sleep and you wake up uh, the next day. Nothing bad seems to have happened. So, let's get this crack starting. No, that's weird. on early. <laughs> so, I need to immediately, and I mean immediately, change into something that is as far away as Annie's idea of this or the usual Jane attire. Okay, so what are you changing into? And do you want to do a disguise check, or are you just saying I'm, cha- I'm putting my old lady clothes back on? Kind no, of thing? I'm not doing either of those two. Uh, I'm going to disguise myself as a man. Okay, roll a disguise check. Well, not disguise. This is deception. Yes, deception. Apologies. Are you doing it with brain or accuracy? This is done with brain, because I need to think about this, how to best hide certain things. Okay. The arms shall not be showing. Uh Long sleeves. Uh, you might see a hint of the tattoos over here, but nothing much. Uh, probably adding a fake mustache. Okay. Hair probably tied it up, up and hat on so you don't really notice that it's long. Okay. Your threshold is a seven. Let's see how good a disguise this is. Seven? That meets it. So that's one success. Twelve. Nice. Quinn, you wake up. There's a strange man in the room. Morning, Quinn. She does still sound like Auntie J, right? Yes. <laughs> she has not changed her voice yet. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to do something. Jamie, you wake up. There's a man no, in your I was room. Already, I assumed I was already awake because I was going to, like, while she's, like, transforming herself, I was going to ask if she could get any more information about what is happening on my apartment and to my grandmother. That's what she's about to do. That's why she's doing this. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I was going to ask because... Yeah. I mean, morning, love. Morning. I, I, I'm just not surprised because I, I assumed that I was kind of already awake. Yeah. To the point that I like I could understand the, what was happening. Okay, so what is your guys' plan for today? So, I want to pop over as quickly as possible to where the granny is, like where the things started to burn. Okay. And I also go to Jamie. Jamie, is there anything I can tell your granny to make her know that I know you? Tell her that... Um, I love her and that I will come back for her. That's I- great and all, but that doesn't really make sure she knows I know you. It's just a message. Tell her I know about Solomon. Is that the name, right? Yes. Right. You were already had a conversation with her about this, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. It, it, you it's, kn- it's just to make sure the granny knows I'm someone trustable. Because okay. no one else knows about it. Because ah. she refuses to talk about him. Yeah. Right. Solomon. That's okay. why I left the fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't read it. I know. And now it's toast. <laughs> I know. I kind of assumed she was going to get it and throw it in the fire. Hmm. Maybe right. she burnt your house down. Ooh. <laughs> right, both of you. I'll probably be out for most of the day. You have a grave digger to talk to. Uh, do not deal with the chilly lady until I'm back. I have an idea for that. 
Deal? Okay. Yeah, okay. never mind that. I'll go and check out your granny to see how she's doing. And I'll try to in some way contact Alice. I'm not sure how to do this. Mm. Since she and I have been avoiding her for years now. So, I'm out. Okay, so you go off in the direction of Jamie Plume's crispy house. Yeah. Jamie and Quinn, what's your plan for today? Um, Jamie, you're back to full health. I will tell you that. Yes, no, I already read it down. Yeah, okay. Because I assumed as much. Oh, okay. Um, so, you. do you want to go... Really? <laughs> <laughs> so, Quinn, do you want to go see the Gravedigger? Sure, if you want to tag along, I won't mind. There's nothing else that I can do, and I need to keep my mind occupied, because I can't just sit here and do nothing. You could think about the offer you were given. Oh, right, I need to send a note about that. But you can also do that on the way. That is true. Uh, th- the thing that I'm going to try and do is, like... Put my hair. Uh, can I try and like dress myself in a way that I look more manly without it being a disguise? Like putting my hair up. Yeah, and you, like, you can put your hair up and put a like, hat on it or something. Put a hat on. I will say one thing: you, the fact that you've got one like very swollen ear and probably a black eye, is helping you right now. That's um, good. You're fully healed. But you're still like scratched and bruised bruises. and fucked up. Yeah. You were in a big fight yeah. with a big dude. Um, yeah. Okay. So you all head out to the places you want to go. I'll start with Jane. You head to mm, um, okay. Jamie Bloom's house. Yeah. As you get there, there are some people in their late teens, like literally scrabbling through this this building, and it is. Uh, like three-story, um, like terrace house, sandstone cobbles all over the fucking place, and the outlines of like the the structure holding up the buildings is uh, wood, and the house that you know is Jamie Bloom's one is just rubble, and half of the house to the left of it, and half of the house to the right of it, and there are like people scrounging around looking for basically stuff to steal in in the rubble right but it is a charred mess um the the fire's been completely put out but it's still warm like the stones under your feet are warm right i go to the closest house that isn't entirely damaged and knock on the door okay as you go like as you make your way towards the door i want you to roll a perception check is that a brain? That is a brain, I do believe. And you've yeah. got plus two in that That as well. I do. What's my threshold? Your threshold's a nine. Right. Eight. Oh, okay. And twelve. Okay. You catch, like, on one of the walls just, like... It, as you're looking at the building, there's, there's walls adjacent kind of a thing. Like, they're, they're not part of the same building, but they're close enough because the houses are just compact together. You see some writing, like the end of some writing that's been, like, big letters in, like, uh, charcoal kind of a thing. Can, and Can I read it out? Yeah, as you turn to look at the thing, the in, in massive letters, um, the word traitor is, like, directly in front of Jamie's house. And that's where we're going to end today's episode. Oh, you wanker. <laughs> Traitor. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. There's something I want to do before, like, 
on the next episode. So we're gonna talk about that. Okay. What do you want to tell me now? I gonna I gonna like the thing that I want before we leave. I want to write a note and on the way to the hospital find like a the a mailbox as I assume there's mailboxes. There Post boys that are yes. mostly employed by elites, they deliver newspapers, and if you give them a bit of money, they'll deliver something for you. Is there any other way to get to Buddy? To Buddy? Yes, because I want to send him a note. I mean, you could... Th- it's it's the morning, people are going to work. Grab if, a if you saw someone who you were like, oh, fuck, that dude's a manager in the docks... And be like, hey, this is for Buddy, can you make sure he gets it? You could definitely like okay. send a note that way. Cool. Then yeah, I'm gonna okay. do that next episode. Okay. Well, I'll like yeah. Let's say you do that, and you can write what that note is for me. I oh, know it's really easy. All right. Okay. Fair. Any closing comments? Traitor. What? I don't know what the fuck I did now. Well, At this point, I guess uh, I am very confused too. to what the fuck she I did. She will be voted off and ejected. <laughs> Ooh. And this is why I chose to vote Jamie Bloom off the island. <laughs> You're the weakest link. <laughs> you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Are we just going to make a room? We're just going to meme bullshit now until <laughs> Lynn is crying and wants us to finish. Yes. Okay. Oh. Um, I don't know what I've done this time, but we'll figure it out, I you guess. You did something. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure what I did, but we'll see. We'll find out next time. But for now, as always, it's goodbye from me. No, it's not. It's goodbye from them first. <laughs> I did die at my Bye. outro, right? And now it's a goodbye from me. Until next time, when we all return to play Moon's, Moon's Edge. Edge. You can you can all say Moon's Edge if you want. This is your Moon's outro. Edge. What can we say? You can Moon's, Moon's Edge. Moon's Edge. Edge. Finish the recording. You've been listening to Dicey Performance, part of Umia Theatre Company and Folk University Theatre, edited by Lynn Olson. Produced by Joanna Velosa, art by Sarah Gustafsson, PR by Alex Rada, and project managed by Jakob Safsten. did that accent go I don't don't know (laughs) fucking hell that's why I don't do accents (laughs) because I can't give them up